1: This is
2: this is this is this is heat, heat Beat Heat Beat Heat Beat with Giancarlo Navas and Ryan Goins.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat podcast. I'm your host Giancarlo Navas. It's with me today, it's uh, Cluster Bleep Part Two. So we have lots of people on today, and uh, I'm going to introduce everybody one by one. And because usually when we do these. People want to know who everybody is and where they can follow them on Twitter. So I'm going to just start by introducing everybody. And when I say your name, you're going to give your Twitter handle. So we got he Twitter president, Mr. Alf. Yeah, Were you
2: I wasn't listening? paying attention. You... It, it was going so well, I got to say. Alf.
1: <laughs> just give your Twitter. Just Alf. give your Twitter handle, dude. I, everybody I, knows. I, no, but you got to say it for the audience, too. Maybe we get a first time listener.
3: ALF 954. God damn it. Okay. Dude, you never know. I never know what you're going to do. I was just going to ignore just, you we started talking. I just played
1: before.
3: Oh, you, I wasn't Stop paying being attention. Stop That's your
1: problem.
3: Oh, anyway, I'm playing Boom Beach. I'll be right back.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Christian Hernandez with us.
2: At CCH 1125. It wasn't that hard, ALF. There you go. Harrison Citrin. Uh,
4: at HLCYTRYN. That's two. Again.
1: what happened? You give the Twitter handle, you get in, you get out. Alex Toledo
5: at Tropical Blanket.
1: There you go, that's how you do it. Nikias Duncan, yes, sir. You can find me at Nikias NBA. Is there an at in the in front
3: of it? I would assume that, that was understood, yeah, at Nikias NBA,
6: and our producer, Brian Goins. At b y b r i a n g o i n s Brian Goins.
1: Bye and, because <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> Jack Alfonso, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while.
4: At Alfonso Hoops. You are the biggest troll on Heat Twitter. Oh Everybody mad at you. I hate myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with you because you haven't been on in forever. Um, since you're in love with Justice and, and the D-League, thoughts on Justice this season?
4: Do what?
1: <laughs> this is going Listen, so well. I, no, I, you know what? You lost. You, you lost. Please, the topic.
3: Please, no. I won. I won my battle on Boom Beach. By the way, thank you. So. Thank you. It was all worth it. You know, this is going to be so- to ruin the podcast. Oh yeah,
1: uh, was it? Was it worth it?
3: Yes. I got uh, sixty-five thousand gold. I won't, I won't bore you. I won't bore you with that. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I
4: mean, it should just be an episode about Boom Beach. The Boom Beach cast.
3: What is the, the hell? Oh, dude, let's do that. What is Boom Beach? It's a it's a uh, app. Okay game.
1: Yeah, it's a game, obviously. But what, what kind of game?
3: I don't know. You just blow shit up. <laughs> is, I it enjoy more it. Nerd, is
1: it more entertaining than Heat
2: Raptors?
3: I love the series. What are you talking you about?
2: love that? That was awful basketball Great. I, I actually really enjoyed that series. You did? Oh. Yeah. That was a Caesarean section. Why?
1: You've had a C section before? I was a C section. No, I was not. My sister was.
3: See, Bad 90. basketball, high drama. It was fine. 90. Justice Winslow at center. peak playoff basketball.
1: That must, that must have made you... Well, Nikias gave me the numbers. I'm going to pull them up. And I don't really want to do numbers radio, but I just thought the lineup was interesting with Justice at center because it was not as productive offensively as I thought it would be. It had a, an offensive rating of like 94, which is really low considering you have all small people on the floor.
4: That's like an A. That's an a, a.
1: No, that's an A. 94? Ah, that's not that good. I don't know. But that's
2: just you being a Justice Homer.
4: That's
2: just him being a troll.
4: <laughs> I don't know how these numbers work. A- I, see the <laughs> eye test. I see Justice Winslow getting rebounds. All
2: right. 94 offensive rating is not good.
1: It was a 97, excuse me.
2: Okay, that's still not great. Very
4: good. It's
1: serviceable when you have an 89 defensive rating. Okay, well, we'll see. Jack, there you don't, you, you don't know,
7: Jack, you don't know what offensive rating is, but you're school- schooling me on VARP yesterday or VARP or whatever you were calling it. <laughs> 89.2. That's a B plus. I don't know <laughs> what you guys are talking. About.
4: <laughs> That's a passing grade.
1: Oh, I'm so bad. Is everybody here? Because every, like I see on Skype, the little things are not working.
3: I mean, I'm here. Hey, Alf, are you here. <laughs> I'm here. All you right. guys just started talking about <laughs> offensive rating, and I went to sleep. You went back to the game.
6: I heard yeah, Vorp, like and se- I... Yeah, I don't know.
3: Like, the season's over. Can we stop and just, like, go back and enjoy and reminisce and talk about fond memories?
1: Want to talk about the Raptors and Purple Shirt Guy?
3: Yeah, Purple Shirt Guy. That guy. That was a Be great petty moment. about LeBron. Come on. Net rating. Who gives a <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I thought that was a bad topic when I brought it up, but it was sheepish because you derailed the podcast from the start.
4: Yeah, that's true. You
3: really let everybody down Alf. Listen, my rant about Boom Beach was the most entertaining part of this podcast so far. I can't even so,
1: disagree with you.
3: Do you want me to go back to, to, to talking about my base? Can you save us? Um, Well, I, I have a base. I'm, I'm rated at 37 right now. That's my net rating. Okay. Okay, I'm joking. Come on, let's get back to okay, dude. No. This was a, this was a super fun playoff run. Like,
1: I don't know what to say because it's like dude. they got everybody got hurt and then
3: they got their ass kicked in okay, game seven. Okay, man, but it was this. Why don't you ask everybody? Do they think this was a successful season?
1: I wanted to try something new, where it's more conversational, and it's not really working. And then I asked Alpha Justice question, and he stared blankly at me.
3: And then you start talking about net rating and offensive rating. What, what's that conversational about hat. that? That
1: was my escape hatch, and it didn't Listen,
3: work. Listen, you can have a conversation with a calculator about that. There's people on this podcast. <laughs> Come on, like, dude, it was a, uh, it was a fun, it was a fun How was playoff. That fun? How was what the, the playoffs fun? That whole series? No, no, no that series. Raptors Heat. Because like every game we're on the edge of our seat, except for the last one. We got blown yeah, we're on out. the edge
1: of our seats because all of our players are going down. Somebody's slipping in puddle, and, and their season is over. How's that? And fun? we're
3: and we're still fighting, man. Like, <sighs> dude, it could have been last year. Does, did everyone forget what last year was? Last year, last year Beasley. was fun. What well, happened
1: last no. year? No, see, Michael if you P. think P. last
3: year was fun, you are high.
1: Last year was fun because that team was so bad. was Michael Beasley.
3: Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> that what
1: team, it you were. No, wait, what's not fun about Henry Walker and Michael Beasley? <laughs> Do you guys not remember Michael
2: Beasley playing the small ball five and being pretty
1: decent. Yeah,
6: and watch down
2: Boogie.
6: <laughs> yeah, dude, like
1: that game at home versus Sacramento was so fun.
3: Wait, why are we reminiscing about
1: this season now? Because that was fun. Remember Tyler Johnson in the overtime
3: game? I mean, yeah. so wait, 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 wait. Michael Beasley locking down Boogie in a regular season matchup was more fun.
2: In the Toronto series.
3: series. No doubt.
2: Yeah. Because it's fun to say it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want that just to be my Twitter bio. Just Michael Weezy locked up boogie.
5: <laughs> and it's true. What's is-
4: about that game is how he played so well the entire thing. And we still lost because he like pump faked and got a shot clock violation because he's still an idiot. <laughs> he's an idiot. He's great, though. He's- well, you know,
1: transitioning to that into actually this year and something relevant, Jason Leisure was bringing up a point, and Ethan agreed. Like, it's a little smart and likable group of guys that it was kind of surprising how it all turned out. All their midseason acquisitions, how they got, like, the roster that started completely different from the one that was closing out game seven. And part of that was due to injuries, a lot of it was due to injuries, but they found some guys.
7: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the year wasn't anything but a success, and I enjoyed the series too. It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily good basketball, but um, you definitely learned a lot about some guys. The experience that Justice, uh, Jay Rich, and TJ got is something that there was a really good Wade quote that I'm not going to be able to get, but the experience they got in this series and two seven game series back to back is something that you really can't replicate. And it will hopefully help them get better as their careers go on. And they, I think they all have pretty long careers.
3: We learned that Joe Johnson shouldn't be on the team next year.
7: Yeah, is, that, thank is that over? Are we done? Yeah, thank you, guys. You know, I was saying that from, I mean, he was bad after two weeks. And then he had that one game against Detroit, the 2nd oh. or last game of the season. He was garbage, man. He was I mean, way just, worse this series. He he got progressively worse because he's old <laughs> and he can't move. Like, that's how it works.
3: Yeah, and one of the things you saw about w- with this series, you see that the Heat do have a good young core going forward. So we can stop with the Gerald Greens, the Amari Stoudemires, the Joe Johnsons, like uh, these, these kind of these fringe guys that, you know, they used to be great or, you know, with these reclamation projects. Like, we have the ability to – with, with Dwayne and with Goran, like, we have the ability to go young at a lot of these positions, and I think now's the time to do it. Like, you can rebuild this team while still being hyper-competitive and not have to deal with Amari Stoudemire complaining about minutes at the end of the freaking season. Did that, that
1: gets you mad? Oh, that
3: pissed me. Was why? Waste of, waste of freaking space. Okay, put- let, me, let me stop. Someone what, else. Wait, wh- Why, why I mean, is it? I mean, like, <laughs> Isn't that natural? For because you? he sucked when he played. Like, he sucked when oh, he came he in. Oh, but he did, but you think he sucked? <laughs> so what are, what are you complaining about minutes okay, for? You think you had more minutes, you'd be better? I feel like he
2: sucked in the role that he was forced to play. He was like a safety valve for the offense. Like, he's, I don't think you should just let go, especially if you had it at a good price, a three-point shooter in today's NBA. And that's one thing that he is. It's just he wasn't spotting up a lot. He was. Now you're talking he had about the ball Joe in Johnson. his hands. You shifted back to Joe Johnson? I, I thought we were talking about Joe Johnson. Oh.
7: No, he's bad. talking about Alpha. Amari. <laughs> oh. I don't miss that. Um, what, what the I... f- are you people doing? No, I agree with Alf. I think I think for him not to realize how terrible he was out there is more of a reason to be like, you can leave, man. Um, because his minutes were atrocious. The game, what game was that? Game five, where within three minutes we were down by 12 points. It's like, yeah. get <laughs> off my court. Haslam's
3: yep. uh, As- As- minutes were better than his. And Haslam was complaining at the end of the season.
7: That's, I think you could have, if you want to keep Haslam or one other guy who's like, you know, a veteran that's there to, you know, we always were joking about Haslam yelling at the team at halftime. That was always funny. But, I mean, you just don't, you don't, you can go, like, just grab guys from the D-League. There's There are younger guys that could be more productive than, uh, you know, Gerald Green Oh my gosh, that guy faking three pointers and going in for contested twos! I'm, <laughs> I'm never gonna forget the anger that I felt every time he. Or I was what game was that? He played a lot in game three when Justice didn't play. He wasn't even looking at the basket half the time. It's just so frustrating. And remember in the preseason, we were like, "Oh man, he was talking about Heat. We with have the game. too
1: many people, you guys.
7: No, he was. He had a great preseason. We, we, uh, he was talking preseason. about maybe getting a. Uh, you know, turning this into a few years staying with the Heat and just, I mean, after Flocka, after he got arrested he or whatever. Yeah, he's done too.
1: They were counting on him. Wasn't he starting? I don't remember.
7: That was a long time ago. It feels like
3: forever ago. Would anybody bring Joe back for more than the vet minimum next no, year? No, 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 no. no. Room exception. You guys aren't down for that? No.
7: What, if, what if Riley promised him something? What, 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 if, what if you strike out? Like that wouldn't be agency. the first
2: promise that Riley breaks. let me tell you.
7: But see, I don't even see
3: what stri- what's striking out. I mean, there are striking guys. Striking out is
2: not having enough money to match the amount of money that's in the market. And, you know, the top 20, 25 guys are pretty much all going to
3: get overpaid. Mm-hmm. Like. So you use the mid-level, you use the mid-level exception on Joe Johnson? I guess it depends what the market is for him.
2: I would love to know what the market is for Joe Johnson. I that's give that that's guy.
1: a good question. Somebody's going to give him, like, the thunder or somebody.
2: like that. Dude, somebody that just needs a spot-up three-point shooter, Joe Johnson
3: is still a great three-point shooter when he's just uh, left alone. Dude, he had a lot of wide-open spot-up three-point shots, and he missed everything in the playoffs. The problem he's with in. him is that he
1: deviates so much from that, and he tries to be other things, like a guy who will post up a lot, to really slow the offense, and doesn't move the ball, but, even though he's a capable basketball.
2: He were kind of encouraging that
3: though. They kept like giving him the oh, ball yeah. over Goron. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird. Yeah. I want Joe oh. Gon to save Spolster from himself. Yeah. Like, because yeah. he yeah. trusted that guy way too much. That That's a little bit true. Good point.
4: Well, uh, more young guys on the team. We don't need more veterans. We got 35 year old Wade. We got Bosch, who's like 50. And like, is... <laughs> years.
5: Yeah. You right now? now what happened, guys? count right
4: now? He counts against the cap, so we might as well. Yeah, I mean, he's on the team. He's still a veteran presence. He's just not playing.
3: Well, Jack, tell him to Whitting me Whittington me, whatever
4: his name is. I like Greg Whittington a lot. And Her Willie Reed. Too. Willie Reed is the greatest center of all time. You also, Bring like back James, You also
1: liked James Dennis.
4: I still like James Dennis. <laughs>
7: He did hit well the last few weeks of the season Yeah, he did he Pelicans, did. right? I think, yeah Everybody was hurt on that team I mean, yo, he I mean, he couldn't shoot before So if he's making shots somewhere, good for James Dennis I mean, Can he dribble yet? <laughs> you want to talk about dribbling I mean, if we sign Dane back Dane back, I'm never letting him dribble again He's not allowed to
4: dribble Or do outlet passes so,
7: I just or can't know was, if Dang starts dribbling, I would I would
5: have called the timeout and sat him down. I just can't I can't I
7: can't. Same
3: if, with Darrell Wright. I mean, he's just. Yeah, Darrell Wright has to go. I don't think that I'm saying anything groundbreaking there. No, we got a, we got a few. Are, are spots we, is this the
4: podcast <laughs> where we just checklist? Is
3: he gone? He
4: gone? He gone? <laughs> Here's yeah, how you I think- back. Justice Winslow and Josh Richardson, and you can let Wade go. Screw that, dude. Let Boron <laughs> go Let Bosch go
1: The rest of us I, at Hebe do not support the views of the others
3: set on
4: You podcast. do, keep down I'd I'm, be, about, I'd be I'm super about to interested. Dutch beak
3: your ass I'd be super <laughs> interested you be in my face. Talk? Did you just like, turn, turn Dutch face beak dog. into a verb? Yes, that's what I call you <laughs> an idiot And hang up on my own show <laughs>
7: I'd be super interested to see if Wade – I don't think Wade's leaving, but I, I'd be interested to see what he could get on the open market after after his playoff run. A good season? A good season, a healthy season, a really nice playoff run for him. Um, he looks spry. I mean, some of the dunks he was putting up were things that he wasn't doing earlier in the year, so I don't know if that was him saving himself a yep. bit.
2: Um, Do we really think another team's going to pay him more than $15 million?
7: I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. And I don't. I. I, th- I think he and Mickey kind of already worked out probably his future contracts. But I'd be interested to see what a, you know, a, a dumb team with a lot of money would would offer. Like, I really think the Lakers are, are such a dumb team.
1: Are you but- guys interested in knowing the people that make fourteen to sixteen million dollars in the NBA, which is probably what he'll command?
4: That's. Probably a lot of players, right?
1: No, just some of them, like Tobias Harris, Demarcus Cousins,
2: young people. people, James, young Lurin. people, they're young, young people, young
4: yeah.
2: people.
7: Who's and, the oldest guy making that much money?
1: Um, <laughs> probably Millsap. Well, that's eighteen. We're already going up. Um, it might it might be Hibbert at fifteen. Yeah. That's because Indiana and or Eric Gordon.
7: Yeah, well, he owes that he owes that contract back to Miami, so we need to collect some money. <laughs> <from Hibbert. laughs>
1: yeah, but you're right. A lot of these guys are young. Tony Parker. Is making 13, but he's at the end. Um,
4: it is so, better than Tony Parker. Yeah. So, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Tristan Wade Thompson, can also shoot Tristan Thompson at 14
5: million.
3: Yeah, Wade is uh, one of the most efficient three point shooters in the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, and He said he was going to
1: add to that, he said he was going to work
2: on it in the offseason.
3: Yo, if he could shoot 33%, we oh, yeah. have. Oh, yeah.
4: Screw that. He's gonna shoot 50%. He's stepping. Give him 20 minutes and he can start hitting threes.
2: Dude, I just want to stop watching him do something else when he gets a wide open three.
3: Like yeah. that. Like you have to take that shot. Yeah, you have to punish the defense for that. But and he, he was gonna, starting to, so. Is he
1: gonna practice shooting him off the dribble or is he gonna practice spotting up? Because I don't
3: I, I don't he imagine was doing both, was, and he was doing them both well. Dwayne wasn't really yeah.
1: spotting up a lot. He had a couple. I mean, it was a few, but it's not, I mean, like...
3: I but think, he still he still hesitated like crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, I've
1: always been comfortable when he takes it off the dribble. Uh, like, especially on that left break. Like, that's where he's comfortable with. It. The catch and shoot, I think, is a number that we want to see go up. He's going to pass
2: to him. Or, guy anyway. so, what are you saying, to guys?
3: He's a better rhythm shooter than a spot-up guy anyway. So I mean, I guess either way, as long as he's taking them in they're open, they can be fine.
1: Yeah, but you want him to play off the ball more. You want to try to transition into Goron running the offense in the spread pick and roll with him being the spreader, if you will. Oh yeah, or a spreader. Yeah. It's interesting go to see. It's interesting to see what he's going to command. I mean, guys like Enis Kanter uh, overpaid, um, even Goron making fourteen overpaid. Enos Cantor. I say Enos.
3: Is it Enos or Enos?
7: I don't know. Does it rhyme with penis or not? That's all I was wondering about.
3: That's important. Was, <laughs> with that. Pretty important distinction. But his name rhymes with penis. Now that's funny. And we could have been talking about that all year. I mean, that's such penis a. Penis easy. <laughs> yeah. That's such an easy
7: chant, too. Enos <laughs> Cantor. <laughs> it's
2: well, always funny, too.
7: Well, we're definitely doing that next year, regardless of how you pronounce his name.
1: And that, that, that contract's been pretty terrible. and I don't know how playable... I mean, I know this is on the Thunder podcast, but I don't know how playable that guy's going to be in the series.
7: His defense is so bad. He, he can't really move his feet.
2: It's a pick on and he's kind of stupid. On that I episode. mean, he, he, ha- he the- hasn't been that bad, but the thing is that they have two other big guys that are really good. And it's like, you can only play so many big guys. Have
1: you heard Mike Ryan's plight that uh, Ibaka's not as old as he says he is? <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I haven't. That's what. Yeah, he so he's, uh, he's just you
1: know I'm just questioning. You know that guy's lost athleticism. It might be a little older than uh, than he says he is. <laughs> it's not crazy,
7: Albert Pujols ish. Did you hear Reggie Miller say that he thought Ibaka was the best shooter on OKC yesterday? Oh my god, that's true. Yeah, besides Dion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's with what's with broadcast? Is there any good broadcast team like that? Everybody on the broadcast team is good.
2: Oh, everybody, mm-hmm. Eric and Tony.
1: Yeah, like because Mike Breen and Jeff are good, I think. But Mark Jackson is like really bad,
3: yeah, Mark man. Jackson's terrible.
1: Jackson's bad. Oh, Brett, Bear, blah, blah.
3: Brett Barry's terrible.
2: E- Brett oh, Barry. I, and Eagle. I actually I like Brent Barry.
3: No, Brent Barry was fine, but wasn't he with Iron Eagle? Was that yes? Iron need- That guy yeah. sucked, even though he has an awesome name because it sounds like that movie from the eighties. Which is Iron Eagle? same thing.
7: But I think I would like Kevin Harlan and Brent Barry. seems like a good team together. Brent Barry has no energy. Yeah, he, he knows the game. He doesn't need to be. Right. He would just hit
1: the NBA combo over and over. He thought he was so clever.
3: Who did good. that annoy? Who did that annoy? You know, Nakias loved that.
1: That was great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I live for this, man. I'm surprised. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, but that lineup that they put out there, they were not able to run Biombo off the floor in in
2: Game 7. It was just so... Dude, because Biombo's athletic. He was
7: fouling everybody. But it was work? Yeah, well, that too. He threw Justice down at least 10 times in the series. I mean, literally just threw him to the ground.
3: Listen, if we were allowed to box Biombo out then it would have been a different series. But I don't
7: want to do the complaint
3: about the referee. I I don't care what you want to do. The referee sucks. This is what we're doing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There's some huge conspiracy. They were trying to get the Raptors into the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm sure of it.
1: I've been, like, looking through NBA salaries. Carol Lowry's making
3: 12? That's a bargain. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
4: not that good. He sucks.
3: (laughs) I think Wade's getting something like 3 for thirty-six, three for 40 in that range. Yeah, that, that sounds yeah. yeah pretty that's good. fair. That's pretty fair. And if that's what it is, I'm not mad at that is at all. That's fine.
7: You don't think d could, could could command a little more?
3: I don't think he cares. Really? I think he wants to finish his career in Miami. And I think this 20 million this year created a four for 64 for 55 what he originally wanted. So I think they front loaded. They basically did a handshake deal. Front loaded the contract that he wanted originally, and now they're going to make good on the rest of it. I, I don't have any inside I, information either, but I just think that's gonna
1: happen. Where where it gets complicated is what you're gonna do with Hassan. Because I guess that kinda ties into and like Leif and Harrison have been saying it for a while. This is gonna tie into what the hell is happening with Bosch. Because they can't pay two bigs and only play one of them.
7: Well, I have I have a lot of concerns. Uh like you just you can't you can't build the team around Bosch being healthy because I think that's a really that's a really scary risk to take because let's say, all right, let's say best case scenario, Bosch is playing next season and something else happens. Like you restarted the retirement clock if he plays again and then you've screwed over the heat for four seasons in a row basically because you know you wouldn't have that 2017 money if if to say Bosch were to retire and his cap came off the book um, in February. So that's one thing. The other thing is yeah, are you paying Hassan and then ho- hoping that that would work out if both are healthy? And then my third point is is Hassan injury prone? Because I think that's kind of a discussion to have.
1: But I mean, it, what does injury prone mean?
7: Do I know? don't know. He's been now he's basically he had a ton of injuries last season at the end of the season. Uh I realized a lot of them were freak injuries, but they happened and he missed some games. And then um yeah, I mean, that's, you had the leg injury that ended the season again. So I'm not sure. I, mean, I don't he know. He just slipped.
3: No, and then Dang kicked him in the leg because Dang is clumsy.
7: Dr. Alf!
3: Yes, get yeah. Dang off the team. No, I like Dang <laughs> at a reasonable price. He should get a vet minimum, too.
7: I mean, <laughs> I think what the Heat need to do is sign Hassan based on the fact that he could grow into an unbelievable big man and that having him under, under contract gives you value. So even if you sign him and in two years it's not looking as good, you could still trade him. He's like he's a piece that you need. You need like you need that with the Bosch uncertainty. You have to have guys that could possibly bring people back if it all went to
1: So you're that's arguing probably, to get him even if you Bosch stays because you could trade him.
3: Yes. That's probably the best point on Hassan that I've heard yet. Oh, I have not heard that angle that Hassan will always be a trade piece because of how big he is and how athletic he is and his upside. So, and was, good job, need, Harrison.
7: Get, get, hey, thank, thank you. Hey, I did some good. I don't know who you stole
3: that from, but that person didn't
2: tell <laughs> who me. who did you steal
7: it from? <laughs> no, that was that was that was my brain. Good for you, buddy.
2: I like today that in the exit interviews that Goran was especially campaigning a lot for bringing Whiteside back, and he was like saying that he was going to try to recruit him and stuff. Because those two, they—I think—they started to figure out towards the second half of the season how to play well together.
1: I think so too. Yeah, but I,
2: I again, started it is green. Green.
1: Nikai, you gotta to speak up, man. You're with a lot of people.
3: Oh man, I said Hassan started setting green, so that's probably why their relationship improved. <laughs> <laughs> it only took them half a the year. <laughs> that's true too.
1: <laughs> again, it gets it gets muddy. I mean, if Bosch comes back and this uncertainty and, and Leif wrote about it. And I thought it was, it was really insightful and stuff. So looking, looking at Bosch them, not knowing it just, it strangles everything and it strangles your money in a way that's uncomfortable. And then if you're the heat, you try to go out and get a Durant or a Batum or somebody, or you just can't tell Whiteside, Hey, Hassan, wait here. We'll come back. if Something else comes up.
7: They they have to know the Heat have to know what they're doing with Bosch by July first. So whether that whether that means like he's cleared enough tests where the Heat doctors feel comfortable putting him back out there and they're gonna go ahead as if as if that's the route and they'll they'll figure out a team that doesn't necessarily depend on Bosch, but is obviously he's a dude who's taking up twenty-five million of the of the salary cap. Or they're going to say, We can't clear you and you should retire. And they'll and
2: just go. collect checks for the rest of his life. Like until the rest of the
1: contract.
7: that
2: contract is fully guaranteed. Yeah. No he's getting,
7: what. he's getting paid. It's, it's more about, it's more about, so if you, reti- it's safe you, for him to play. If you Sorry. retire, you yeah. can collect all that money. It depends on the contract. Yeah. This contract was yeah. fully guaranteed. So there's no, you know, he's, he's getting paid regardless.
3: Even if he doesn't play.
7: Correct. Mm-hmm. So, I do not
3: know. That. There's a The thing I'm, I think is no matter it, no matter what, his money's on the books. So I don't think you approach this free agency too differently either way because you don't know. So his money's on the books. It doesn't create any more cash space whether he retires today or retires at the beginning of, of next season. So you approach free agency the same. I think it's all about next year. And the thing is, if Bosch plays for the Heat again, it's because the risk is very minimal, like super minimal. I think if there's any risk at all, he's not going to play. So from that standpoint, if Bosch comes back and if Bosch is on the floor in a Heat uniform, I feel like that's a good sign. That should be a good sign to all of us that he's fully healthy and ready to go. And I know we're all going to be scared. Let's run the All-Star break because that's just what it is. But I just don't think he'll even step on the floor again if he isn't fully healthy.
7: Yeah, yeah, but Alf, the timing is the big issue, right? Like, for example, if Bosch retires tomorrow or before the season and never plays for the Heat again, the Heat have twenty five million open up in cap space right before the trade deadline. So if they needed something next year, Riley has a ton of room to play with. If Bosch plays and something happens, that clock resets and then you have you don't have that money open for the 2017 offseason. So but that's what I'm
3: saying. It doesn't matter when he retires as long as long as he doesn't play again. Correct,
7: right. correct, correct. That's
3: that's my thing. So this push for him to retire, it's not gonna change this offseason anyway. So go through off, throughout the whole offseason, offseason workouts, doctors, checkups, whatever they do. And we'll, we'll wait. I mean, we'll look, We'll see what happens at the beginning of next year. If he takes a court game one of, of the 2016-17 season, we know that there's probably he's probably gone through 80,000 doctors who say, yes, Bosch is healthy enough to play. And if that's the case, we have our max player back who still will probably be the best player on our team. But the issue isn't that he's going to be healthy enough to play. The
2: issue is if he stays healthy enough to play. And that's, wh- and that's where what Harrison was talking about is, you know, a real killer, at least when it comes to the business side of the game. Because that, that would make four straight years that a large portion of our cap has been allocated
3: to somebody who can't play in the playoffs because of a recurring condition. But at this point, a recurrence of a blood clot is almost like how uh, Dan always puts it, catastrophic. So if there was a fear of a recurrence of a blood clot, he's not playing again anyway. That's, a, that's kind of the way I look at it. If he plays, Bosch is back. If he doesn't play, we all know why. If he just was not cleared and but we they can thought, on. They thought
1: he was cleared the first time.
3: Yeah, right? but that was one blood clot. We, we're in a whole different, we're in a whole different uh, stage of the game right now because he's had two now, which is why there's a part of me that doesn't think he'll ever play again like a large part of me that does, I do not think Bosch will play, but people I know that talk to people within the heat say that everyone's expecting him back. And I don't know if that's just a smoke screen. I don't know what that is, but I mean, it is what it is. And that's, mm-hmm.
7: but, but that's also why I think re-signing Hassan becomes even more important whether Bosch is there or not because of like, if you don't sign Hassan and you have this $40 million, uh, $40 million uh, in cap space uh, you know, you're gonna bring back weight at the price that you've decided. I think that would mean Dang would be back. Um, you know, maybe a room for one more middle tier guy. But and that's a that's probably a playoff team anyway, but it's not I don't think you're getting as far as you got this year. Whereas Hassan gives you a lot of value both on the court and like I was saying before, the ability to you know, I don't know if he does if, if Hassan, you know, doesn't get a lot better or you know having him under contract makes him valuable. That was a big part. You know, when a few of us, myself included, were kind of clamoring to trade Hassan before the deadline, he didn't have a ton of value with half a year left on his contract, but he does in a four a three or four year deal. So, so,
1: do you think that retaining him is of most importance in I
7: think it's the number one priority. I, mean, I think Riley wants to sit in a room with Durant and see how he feels. I just think he wants, I don't think you get opportunities to do that with free agents like. To Kevin Durant that often, so you sit down and you just talk to him. It was the same way you know. Riley wanted to talk to Aldridge, probably more to pick his brain last year than anything else. I don't think he realistically thought he would take a short deal, but Riley's like, I'm really good at this. Uh, I could sell people in Miami and the future of basketball here. Give me a chance. So I think we'll sit down with Durant. I don't think it will particularly go well, especially if they keep uh, winning the way they are. And the second priority is Hassan because who so else is... So,
1: but you understand the, the problem with that, right? So if, if you're calling, if your first phone call at midnight is Durant, that leaves Hassan to be called by somebody else, and I don't know how patient Hassan's going to be with weighing his options. If if Los Angeles calls him and says, hey, Hassan, Max, right now, do you want to take it? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'd like to think he'd ask Miami, would you match? And then other than that, that's it, he gone.
7: Yeah, me- see, I, I don't... No, go go, Christian. We're Considering
2: out. that he's still on the team right now, I find it hard to believe that this is not already being discussed. You know, I mean,
1: uh, you, but but hold on, wait. But I think you're. I think we're looking at this like he's Udonis or Dwayne or like it's not. He's not that. He's, he's not. Better. You know, huh? What? He's <laughs> a <pet? laughs> It's a different animal that they're dealing with, and it's not. I don't want to say it's not something that the organization is used to, but you saw how ill-equipped they were with LeBron. Uh, When LeBron went dark on them, they had no idea what to do because I think they've been accustomed. And it's not to say that Riley is not capable because we all know that he's one of the best at what he does and he's very capable. But him, him going off on his own, not necessarily working in concert with the organization, is going to put them in a position that they haven't been in very often with their stars.
7: Yeah, I mean LeBron's just a rare egg. I mean, he just—I don't think a lot of people do that. And I, Bosch and too,
1: I mean, Bosch. I mean, they weren't. Nobody was deciding anything. And it yeah. looked like he was going to go to Houston until he strong armed Miami.
7: I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I don't know if that was really. I I think, and I and I've been saying this a lot, and people laugh at me. Yourself included, John Carlo. I don't think Whiteside is this guy who's just going to. Looking for, I'm just going to chase the money. Yes, his path back to relevance has been pretty ridiculous with Lebanon and China and, you know, playing at the Y and Charlotte. That's obviously not the way he probably pictured his NBA career going. But I don't think, I don't think Hassan's the guy that's just going to look for a max contract and take it. Uh, you know, he's obviously going to want to get paid for his value and what he brings to the team. But um, I what, mean, I read the, I read the, the article. That you have of, of that he's not like that. Because of everything he said, I I read a lot of what he, what he says. I don't, I don't, I don't see him as this guy that needs um, all this money to feel validated. He wants to win and he wants to be, he wants to be the reason for winning. So if you give him a 17, $18 million contract and he's the most important player on the team and you're winning and you're in the playoffs, that's what he wants. And that's what he'll get here.
3: So what are we talking about? Not talking to Kevin Durant because it might make Hassan angry? That's no, what no. I'm saying. No, no. But
7: I'm, I'm saying that <laughs> Need you,
3: him.
1: you have priorities, and if you go to Durant first, that white side thing might go away. I mean, I, I think, at least from what I understand, I think it's pretty clear. If the Heat offer Hassan the money he wants, he's going to stay. Right? Yeah. So if somebody else offers that first because Miami's too busy waiting on Kevin Durant to decide, because we've seen how this goes. Guys take a while these big stars weigh their options, take their meetings. They take a while and that money might be dried up with the Lakers saying, ah, we're not getting DeRozan. Durant's not going to come here. Cause we stink. Let's get Hassan." Like, you know, I, I'm just saying we don't know what's going to happen. And
3: that, yeah, I think I, there's a, I think there's a plan for all that. There's very smart guys in that room figuring all this out. Yeah,
1: But it's, it's
7: such a complicated,
1: and I don't doubt that they have a plan,
7: but it's. Yeah. I doubt Riley's on the phone with Durant while Hassan is leaving. And it's just, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's going to – I don't think it's really going to work.
3: Gianni has it in his head that Riley's going to be calling Durant and uh, Hassan is going gonna, to gonna get a call at twelve oh one, and he's just going to sign with the Lakers outright. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Gianni just, just
1: has no, his no, idea. But what no, no,
7: he's no, a pessimist, wait a man. That's how he works. What I'm yeah. saying
1: is we, we've seen how this goes, right? So guys take meetings, then the signing period starts, and nothing happens. The market's frozen because everybody's waiting on Durant. Or LeBron, or whoever the hell it is.
3: So you just throw the max at Hassan day
7: one, and you just say I'm not, that's what I'm asking. Because no. somebody might do it. Nah, do that. That Albert article is pretty good today. I don't know if you guys read that, but that would be an interesting um, option for the Heat, where they could really pay him a 17 point whatever million dollar contract, give him that bonus, and he could still basically get the same money without. Without it affecting the heat cap as high. I mean, I really think seventeen, eighteen million is the number. I could be wrong. It could be higher. Why uh, is that the number though? Because I've had. I don't know. You ever just have a feeling, Alex? You just like had. These no, feelings? I've never just had a feeling
1: that I'm going to know how much money Hassan Whiteside is going to take.
7: Well, I then think- you're then you don't you're not as good as me, obviously. But I think <laughs> I think that's I was
1: about I- to call you the MVP of the show because you've been doing so well. I've been a disaster. I've kept it together. <laughs> Jacks had a couple funny jokes. Brian's like well, I- to work. I, I, don't, I, don't want to, I don't
7: want to be the MVP. I'm happy I can't to knock myself down.
1: Christian's been good.
7: Well, I, I think that's the number. I, listen, I could I be wrong, and I'm, I'm wrong a lot, so I'm happy to get on here and tell you i was very wrong.
1: I have a feeling that's
2: Alex. That's not me. No, that's Christian. Me. Oh Atlas, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look how quick he is to blame you, too. <laughs>
7: I don't think Hassan's leaving, so that's kind of... Is that... Leif in the chat? Oh, oh, yes. God. Damn. oh, we got
1: Leif! Leif, are you here? Yeah, what's up? Oh, what up? Oh, oh, yes. Leif. Okay, Leif. Hold on. Hold on. Leif, you have to give your Twitter handle. That was a rule when we started the show that Alf broke, but then we, we started again. So people can find you.
5: At lefty underscore Leif. L-E-I-F.
1: Oh, I thought somebody was going to say something. So, well, so welcome.
3: Leif, I've been holding it down.
1: You know he hasn't. Bird. He's been mean. he
3: hasn't listened. He I called Jack an idiot. I um, cursed out Harrison. You didn't let me
1: talk about what I wanted to talk about to
3: start the show? Oh, dude, we're doing a, a season recap, and he's talking about net rating of a small lineup. And blah, 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 blah. It was terrible.
1: I don't even remember. What the hell were we talking about before Leif came and just like son.
3: Harrison was droning on about 18 or something. Oh yeah, because Harrison <laughs> knows how much money Hassan's going to take. Yeah, Eighteen
7: is Harris- a good number in the Jewish religion, so let's we'll stick with that. Leif, I used to
3: give $18 at every bar mitzvah. There you go. I remember that.
7: <laughs> I'm sure you weren't invited to many after that.
3: Oh, 18 or 36? Listen, I am I was a poor Haitian <laughs> child in Coral Springs. What do you want from me?
7: <laughs> okay, you're forgiven.
1: Leif, I want to get you in on this. So We're just talking about at 12.01, Riley's making the call probably to Durant, but The concern, I guess, on my end, and like nobody else shares the sentiment, is if Hassan walks, like somebody can offer him a contract, then I don't think Hassan's waiting to see if the Heat get Durant or something.
2: You really want someone to agree with you?
1: I really want somebody to. (laughs) I'm hoping it's late.
8: Well, I mean, I understand your concern, but I also think that there's going to be a a level of understanding that you know, like this, uh, you can make. I mean, Riley can't be in two places at once, but they've often done things where Mickey will call one guy, Pat will call another guy, and you can kind of make everyone feel special and wanted and and all that good stuff uh, simultaneously. So I think that's probably more apt to be what you see take place. Yeah, and not- also, like, if if Durant's stealing game one in Golden State and, and pushing the Warriors, I, I really start to think about that as – um, less and less of a possibility. I mean, you think that guy's probably going to do a one and one and stay in OKC, right?
1: Yeah. I, to me, that yeah. would seem like the easiest, smartest, most likely thing to happen.
7: Yeah, I, the one and one. I think makes. I think that's what he's going to end up doing and line up his free agency with uh, with Westbrook and with more money, hopefully coming in the, in the next offseason.
1: But he'll take that really meeting, cool.
3: man. And if Bradley's in the room,
1: they got a chance.
3: Shut up, Nakayas is trying to talk.
1: Yeah, I can't hear him. He just sounds ecstatic like sometimes.
3: I, I don't know what to do at this point. But it kind got to make some more sense to try to get Hassan to take a one plus one, right?
1: No. You think Hassan will do that?
3: Absolutely not. You got to take that anyway. I mean, I would at least talk about it.
7: Yeah, but I think the max there, Nakayas, is only like a 6.2 for the one and one because of oh, his...
5: No. Oh, yeah. Be- because of his service
7: years I don't know if you can just Could you give him a one and one with a lot of money Or no. it has to be that number right
2: It has to be like 6.5
7: Yeah so I, I mean I mean That would be awesome and then you could just promise him A full bird max the year after But I I don't think he would take that risk Especially with the injuries him.
1: He just, he just yep. hurt his knee That must have terrified
3: the hell yeah. out of him Am I the only one who didn't realize Batum was going to get a max contract? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Dude, I had, I had this idea that we could afford like Horford and Batum. Dude, that's a pipe <laughs> dream. Not like, what
7: a chance.
3: I had no I thought like both of those guys were like $13 million players. Like, oh. I've not been paying
7: attention to like that. You sound like that guy on Facebook, Alf. Oh, <laughs> you know, the seven year contract?
4: <laughs> Alf from Facebook. <laughs> Gotta get rid of Drogic. That
1: Drogic guy. The audience that doesn't know it Chris Cochran was posting some Twitter pictures of Facebook people deciding the heat's future, which was hysterical
8: what you mentioned, Alf about guys getting a lot more money than um than you expected, like that's what kind of leaves me a little uneasy and why I've tweeted a few things about uh how we're going to basically just figure out a way to keep the same team we already have, never mind, improve. Because I just have a hard time like we, we all talk about Dwayne and and his agreeing with the franchise to uh take uh whatever amount of money has already been decided or if they've you know ironed some of that stuff out. But is he really gonna take 13 million a year when he's like you know playing better than a lot of these guys that are, that are gonna be getting 17, 18, 19 million? Is he gonna be really be paid less than Goran Dragic? Uh, I don't know. It's just, I mean, maybe he will, but I think it's definitely a little more daunting of a task to keep everyone than it felt like it was maybe four months ago. Because
1: it's like a half of the season. What we were talking about earlier is the guys around that price range in the league, and nobody's his age. Like, except for like Roy Hibbert, it's not even that old. And Tony Parker. But Tony Parker's making 13, right? So. If you start going up the list to 15-16, those are all Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, DeMarcus Cousins. Like, these really young guys, and nobody well, his age is getting with paid
3: what, With what Leif is saying, and our, our limitations as far as who we can pay, what we can pay, that's why I think we need to start looking at some of these guys on the roster. When you talk about bring the roster back, I mean, like, guys like Joe Johnson... I don't think I mean I don't think that's the kind of guy you pay going forward. I think you pay your core guys, you pay Dwayne, you pay oh, uh, you have to pay Bosch. You pay <laughs> Dwayne, you pay um Hassan, you pay Hassan, you Lua. pay Dang. Um, you, you try to make you try to get Dang to take something reasonable, and then you just fill out the roster with a lot of these young guys that we've all been clamoring for. Like some of these guys have had a little bit of a little bit of experience now through the D League, through you know, Willie Reed playing in Brooklyn, Whittington winning a championship in uh, Sioux Falls, Jack's favorite team. Uh, we, like there's there are guys out there that could fill out this roster where you can continue to 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 have a youth movement. And then depending on what happens with Bosch, you go into 2017 with a little bit, a little bit of money or a whole lot of freaking money. Um, I don't think next year is the year. I mean, this summer is a year where we need to go out and spend because, outside of Durant, who we who is there to spend money on? Now that I found out, Batum is a twenty million dollar player.
2: <laughs> and kind of piggybacking Frickin on ridiculous. what Alf just uh, was going on, you know, a lot of teams are going to be spending money this off season, which could make it a little bit easier to uh, you know fight for free agents in twenty seventeen.
1: Polinari oh, twenty seventeen, am I right? What? You're not about Gallo? Is am I the only one here about Gallo?
7: I thought he signed oh. an extension. No. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh,
1: he, he did. did? ESPN, ESPN has him as a 2017 unrestricted free agent. I, I would
7: use. I would use Basketball Insiders.
1: Oh, so I would Gallo, have signed Gallinari. Gallo Dreams over? Because that guy's awesome? That guy can play four. I like he, Gallinari a lot. That guy's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean that. That's force. so. I'm looking at salaries. Uh, for kind of like what they could give all dang i think kind of what he's making now is perfect if you look around him that's kind of like what he is like what are you going to give him?
8: i think i think the way you're assessing that um is it's going to be hard to approach free agency, looking at current contracts and especially like the age of the player associated with the amount of money they make. Because the minute that a guy like Dwayne Wade or Luol Deng sees a player that is not as good as them, quite frankly, get paid $20 million or $19 or $18 million, the market adjusts, the market goes up. Um. So like, yeah, I mean, Luol Deng is a $10 million player in In the space we've been operating in as a league, you know, the last few years. But going forward, I think he's more of a fourteen to sixteen million dollar a year player, and uh, it makes it a little more difficult understanding
1: what you're saying. But the guys in that price range are just
8: better than him. Like, yeah, if
3: that's the, I mean, if that's the case, then I mean. I don't know. I don't. Do you guys want to keep dang at fourteen million? But
1: who would give him that? Like, would somebody oh. give him for like Tony yes. Parker, yes. Brandon Knight? Yes, the, uh, the, the, I mean
8: the, the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Ryan An- Ryan uh, Anderson is going to get eighteen to twenty million dollars. I mean, that's no, gross. Yeah, gross. yeah, 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 yeah.
7: I think you guys are are underestimating NBA economics. Like, guys <laughs> are going to get max. Guys are going to get max contracts without being max players. Oh, and that, that I The understand. same way, the same way, a LeBron, a Durant will never be paid their actual worth. So, in my dreams,
3: everybody's making eight million next year. I mean, Penis
1: so right, right. Cantor's making sixteen, and I understand what you're saying. But. Right.
7: And I just checked. gallo has got a sixteen million dollar option for seventeen. So, yeah, the all these guys are going to make money. I think Deng will take less to stay in Miami. I think he likes it here. I think he's comfortable. He said something today about uh, it's more fit than money for him. Uh, but listen, if it's like if he feels comfortable in Miami and he feels comfortable in Minnesota, and they're willing to offer him five million more dollars, no can't African blame...
3: feels no African feels comfortable in Minnesota. Okay, the Sudanese probably, angel, that's, dude.
7: That's probably accurate. But the Sudanese angel. Yeah. So we, a
3: lot. Can yeah. we talk about how everybody wanted to replace me as Heat Twitter president with some African from Utah? Wait, who? That's when the series went south, by the way. Ali <laughs> is a fraud. Oh, that Ali guy? Yeah, the oh, African from oh, Utah, oh, which, which is uh, not, Utah. not true. There's no way he's from Utah.
1: <laughs> they kill him in Utah. They lynch his ass in Utah.
2: Jesus.
3: Whoa. God. Too far. <laughs> All right. Have you guys been to Utah? Tasteless. <laughs> no. It's really scary. Carmelo lived there for years. What happened? He was safe.
7: Come on, his nickname was The Mailman.
8: But he's also kind of, he's a redneck. <laughs> uh,
7: a lot of players
8: have said that, that, that the fans in Utah would scream racial slurs at them all throughout. Yeah, uh, probably man. still today, but um, that, that has been something that's talked about.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm glad you're on because I was thinking about something the other day. Um, because he made
8: your
3: racist comment, less racist?
8: <laughs> Damage Perhaps. control.
1: Perhaps, yeah, yeah. The Shifting gears for my racist comment. Uh Leif, I remember we were having a podcast and I, I think it I think it was the Underground podcast where you were saying like people know what a Miami Heat player is. Like yep. what, what's a Charlotte Hornet player? And it's a Denver Nuggets player. Exactly. But I was thinking about how this organization has had stability forever so that they can breed this kind of player, right? So you have like Udonis, or or but like it starts from Riley. And then the guy directly under him has been coach, and there's nobody scared of losing their job. And you know, the second Riley retires, Andy Ellisberg is right there who's learned from him. And maybe he's not going to bring in the free agents, but you know the kind of players they're going to go for because they have this structure that has started. Like, what other team does that? They've had stability for how
8: long since he's been here? I mean, the entire time. I mean, that's kind of what, what we've built the entire organization around is stability, you stick with your guys. That's why the whole fire Spo thing always annoyed that's me. That's what I wanted to that lean I into, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't always agree with everything Spo does, and I know that uh, there was some back and forth that went on during the playoffs between <laughs> me and Harrison and others and whatnot, but it's just, and I know that Harrison wasn't alluding to firing Spo, but a lot of the people that would that that take the questioning to that level it's so unrealistic and just it's not how we operate so it was always um something that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way as I read you know the stuff on Twitter. Uh, Harrison
1: I know you have to go soon so do you want to add to that before you leave?
8: Um yeah I mean I guess my point was
7: with the Toronto series I mean it's it's different now because of how the series went and Hassan got hurt but you know th- those games where even game one where we won, but we really didn't play well. I thought it was okay to criticize the team, and I got a lot of you know people being mad at me because I wasn't happy with the game one win on the road. And you're, you're trying to fire a spell. No, and I mean in hindsight, I, I I'm I was right, so I feel bad. You know, shoving that <laughs> oh, in. Oh, um, but <laughs> you guys remind us every
8: yeah, day. Don't worry.
7: But, but I guess the point is that. Uh, the key, the key with this kind of thing is that you can always, you can criticize, right? It shouldn't, you shouldn't be overly negative. Like I blocked one of my friends. I don't know if you guys follow him, but he's the worst on Twitter. I I blocked him because his name's Matt Ritter. Um, he's always so negative about everything. So I couldn't take it because that's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You're just, you're just not confident. There's a difference. We can talk about this later, but, um, no, there's. You're allowed to critique, you know, Spo's Spo's a great coach, he's going to be here for a long time. I have no doubt about any of that. And fire Spo is just stupid. So if you use it mockingly, fine, but you know, you can you can make adjustments even in, within wins and we didn't really do that until it seemed a little too late and that that was more my complaint, not not anything to do with getting rid of a good coach like Spo. So
1: Alex, so you haven't really said anything I'll show. You got to assert yourself more. Do you have any thoughts on this? <laughs>
7: Cause uh, I
2: don't want to keep interrupting people, but I mean, if Harrison thinks you're negative, you must be pretty negative, man. We're
1: talking about Spo, <laughs> damn it! But I know. I'm saying Harrison was talking about his friend who's negative. And then, honestly, if you're gonna fire Spo, which is a, like wave said, is the most unrealistic thing ever. L- let's say you do fire Spo, right? You get so tired of him being just an above-average coach. Who are you gonna go? Who are you gonna hire? Mark Jackson, Terry Stotts. I mean, Harry Stotts, Stiles. Jeff, Jeff Hornacek, Ryan Shaw. Yeah, like you're gonna hire a bunch of guys who are who are definitely worse and have a worse track record than these folks. What
8: are you, you going to do? What's your backup plan? Dan Craig? Brad Stevens. <laughs> it, it really would be. Like Yo, the, fun, so the funny thing about you joking.
1: David Fisdale's interview. I hope I he gets the job. today
5: too. I
1: kind of. But I'm happy for David, but I want him here. But
3: I'm Me happy. Too. The only reason I wouldn't mind him leaving is Dan Craig would probably take his spot.
7: Won. No, not yet. Yeah, and I and I had I had said they might send uh, Quinn down to the D-League, something like that, to give him some head coaching experience. Winnie? Yeah.
1: Oh, I wanted to... So, have you guys seen this Haslam talk? How Haslam, like, may or may not be alluding to maybe thinking of leaving?
4: Is he trying to leverage a contract?
1: That, that has to be it, right?
4: No, I think he's just, like, thinking the Heat might not have the roster space to bring him back so realistically like he can't play for anybody else.
8: Other, he, he's just he's just being diplomatic. He yeah. they're going to they're going to have a roster spot for him. Yeah. Um it that's another one where I mean I know that people will say he's a waste of a roster spot because he's washed up or whatever. Oh, but uh like that guy in the locker room in the playoffs around Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow and and any other young player that we, you know, find ourselves stumbling upon that, that's valuable, and, and it may be a little more valuable than having, you know, the, the developmental prospect at the end of the bench. So um, I think that he'll find his way back onto the roster.
4: That's what I was thinking about, the whole let Dwayne Wade go thing, where even if he isn't super val, like some people, like Dutch Beak and whatever, say he's not that good anymore. Even if he's not... Just the experience of having him next to guys like Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow is way more valuable than having like a, like some second round pick in his spot and having the cap space. I'd rather have a.
1: People like, and I know this is a little off base, but like I just turned the lottery on just because I was curious. People really enjoy watching this, don't they? Has, Has it happened yet?
7: Yes, yeah, cool. It's, it's t- happening. It's of, a fun, you know, it's a fun ten minute thing.
1: I hope the Sixers don't. Oh I, Are you rooting for the Sixers to get number one so that we can feed the conspiracy?
4: If they had Hickey, I wish they would have gotten it, but I feel
7: like the Lakers are gonna get the number one pick. Some then there's two be- picks and
4: the that. Oh, one. the Celtics are still in it for the
1: top
7: of our top five. Celtics, years. Lakers,
3: and Sixers.
7: Yeah, so it basically stayed the same.
3: Yeah, I feel like, like always, the Cavs are going to get it again.
8: Where where did Brooklyn's pick fall? Sorry, I don't. Yeah. I'm not in front of a TV. They have this Celtics have the Nets <laughs> pick. So, yeah, I know that's way. why I'm asking.
7: They're about to reveal the top three.
8: Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah. Wow, man. They're going
3: to get a top three pick for that.
7: For <laughs> trading Kevin and Paul Pierce's corpse. corpse. Oh God. Yeah, you Well, I knew, Billy, I knew Billy King was a terrible GM before he did that, and then he went ahead and, oof, that team's in so much trouble. But that's this kind of the
1: situation out. that you don't want Miami to be in, just having all these bad contracts and you can't get rid of them.
7: But that's this so overstating. a lot
3: of Harrison telling us what he knew and what he told yeah. us. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
7: Hey, didn't you have somewhere to be at 8 o'clock? Oh, I mean, I, I can definitely leave if you'd prefer. I mean, <laughs> it's,
1: it's been the I told you so show. Eric, that's all of Harrison's tweets, too. That's true. Harrison leads heat Twitter and I told you so.
7: Wait, maybe, wait, hold on, guys. Maybe it's because I'm right a decent amount of the time.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, boo. <laughs> all
7: right. all right, Chris, Chris you've been that. quiet. What are you doing, man? Oh,
2: no, I had to mute the mic for a little bit, but you know what? In Harrison, it's not about the fact that you, you are right a good amount. It's how you carry yourself when you're right, and you can be very <laughs> abrasive about it. And, you know... Don't go after people so much. Like if they bother you, then whatever. Just don't talk. Don't interact with them anymore. It's the beauty of it. You can just stop talking to them. Yeah, stop is, being uh, mean on
3: Twitter, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll. Have what?
7: I have, have I particularly pissed off you guys in gen like in general or is not it
3: late for sure?
7: I think about blocking people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If uh, Leif was
3: down here, Lafe would have put hands on your ass.
7: <laughs> I gave Leif <laughs> an excellent an excellent suggestion for food this weekend. I feel like I've kind of. Yeah, no, it
8: it was it was never anything like beyond just you know uh you know a game a one therapy session? Yeah. yeah so I feel, mean like feel like I walked into an intervention. We're creating heat heat beat beef. That's um, you know, well so then in fourth need grade. That. All
7: right, well I'm not trying to offend anyone and I'm sorry if I came off in a bad way. And I will I will try to do so better.
8: Sorry, yeah. <laughs> just don't become George Mac. That, that, no, oh, that
7: guy's a that guy's a
8: dick, dude. Am I, I like <laughs> him? I don't block
2: anybody, and I that's the first guy I ever blocked on what Twitter. Guy?
7: You should block
2: Macklin. Oh man!
7: Wait, 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 what's he at? He I, I called, need to find He a... called someone a moron yesterday just because he suggested that the just because he said that the more people watch the Heat playoff game than a Dolphin game.
4: That seems like not even an opinion. That's more of a statistical.
8: What's yeah, the, it was it was a, it was a fact. <laughs> He's the Dolphins police. If you tweet something about the Dolphins, no matter what it is, it can be the most benign tweet. He will respond to you and correct you with whatever you said. That's
4: everybody, though. That's some Finn Zombie blocked me.
8: Yeah, me too. Finn
4: Zombie blocked me because I was like, the Dolphins going 8-8 and is not a good thing. And then he got upset with me. And then he said something about how he was upset about Aaron Hernandez getting arrested because it was a waste of talent. That's oh come on. To Be upset about that than just the wasted talent, and then he immediately blocked me. I agree with him on that one.
1: <laughs> oh, the Sixers got the number oh one. Oh my pick. god, they got
2: it! It's yeah. a conspiracy. conspiracy. Oh hurt. my god! Conspiracy.
8: Yeah. Conspiracy. Why is it a conspiracy? Oh,
4: because
1: uh, because, of because of Dikembe.
8: Yeah, Dikembe. Yeah. But he. Well, but, but th- this all happens way. Early. Like this didn't just take place right now. The picks are decided much earlier in the day. Isn't, isn't, I, that, only,
7: isn't that only the fifth time that the, number, the worst team has gotten the number one pick since they started doing this?
8: Hinky knew!
7: Can I so, – I have a take. We have take? two takes.
4: One Let's about the and then the other about the draft. One, here's my conspiracy theory. I think the NBA thought Hinky was such a black mark on the league that they made a deal with the Sixers saying, we'll give you the top pick if you fire this guy. So they fired him, and now they Trust have him. the top pick. Wasn't Colangelo
2: working in the NBA office before he went to the Sixers?
4: Ooh. Yep. Whoa. T- second conspiracy, or er, not conspiracy, here's my hot take. I would take Justice Winslow over anybody in this NBA draft class. Okay, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And, Brandon.
1: Alf. I, I,
2: not Alf. God damn it. Jack, bring it. Yeah, is anybody really surprised you
4: said that though? I called you Al. I am surprised you said that.
8: <laughs> I don't think it's that far fetched, actually. Just I'm not that. really. I was not really in love with this draft at all. Is that yeah, even take Simmons? Willie
3: Reed first in this draft. So. It's kind of a good draft yeah, for absolutely.
4: Miami not to have a pick in. No, I'm glad they don't have a pick. Well, I hope they buy in like early second round.
8: They need Coach and Dutch are going to be so upset that Hinky doesn't get to use this asset. Oh man! <laughs> How Collangelo okay. trades it
3: for Rudy game? What happened? can Brian put in X Files music over most of this conversation?
1: Brian, can you put in X Files music over this conversation? Both productions.:
6: <laughs> I can try Where? looking for some now. Oh, let's keep this Brian. going. Keep this going. I yeah. like it.
1: Do we have any more conspiracies? Um, Did we run out of conspiracies?
4: I think. It was like an act of diplomat. I'm coming up with this on the spot. Canada threatened to invade Minnesota mm-hmm. if the Preach. NBA front office didn't give them the series. Preach. There. Preach. I think i you're going
3: to win the lottery, so Chris Wilson can stay the car. How about that? We have music. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know when we were talking about terrible, tw- terrible Twitter follows. Nikai is your boy, Harry. Oh, No, no. Oh God. That guy, and he has like a hundred followers. How does everybody know about him?
3: I muted him, dude. He has like twenty-eight followers. That's a lot.
2: <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> which which guy are we talking about? Harry, and it's just like a bunch of. Oh, that, oh that, that dude is that. special. Harry Robinson, man. It's
1: your boy. That's your boy, Nikai Awful. All the famous bloggers what? know Nikai's, and like, you're like our face if he Twitter, and that's weird.
7: And we've never seen his face.
1: Have you noticed that? Like, all the bloggers are like, Oh, yeah, you, you gotta follow Nikai's. I was like, Hey, we're pretty good too, man. I didn't man. I am
0: not they trying. They love to you, dude.
1: Other other NBA Twitter loves you.
3: See, it's a pun man. That's all it is.
1: They're terrible. What was the one that you put today? That was so Nikai's. I cringed. <laughs>
3: Oh man, the one about justice! Oh my God, why Wait, did you do that? I'm sorry, that was great. I, <laughs> you like I stand by I this. Like I, I was st- pretty proud of that one. Oh my God! Are you guys gonna say the pun or? I don't know the pun. Okay. <coughs> oh God, what? A, um, man, I just went blank. Oh, I said, um, revenge
7: is a dish best served cold, but justice is a dish best served white hot.
1: That was so bad. That was terrible. That, was oh, terrible. God, that was hurt so me on the inside. No, He was so proud of it.
8: I have a feeling that the reason why everyone likes you, Nikaius, has a lot more to do with, with your work ethic, with your writing, <laughs> than the puns, homie. All right, boys. That was enough to
7: put me
3: down, man. I appreciate that.
1: No, we all have to go. It's getting late. Gone for a while. I don't even know how long we've gone for, but Christian?
2: Guys, it's been a pleasure. And um, God, we are we gonna keep doing this? I guess it's gonna be a while before we really do a lot more podcasts, we'll, right? We'll do,
1: for for the audience, so that they know we're gonna do things. Did Harrison leave? Yeah, he left. He had to leave. What a douche! I was gonna let you say
3: goodbye, Harrison. He's on the chat. Anyways, <laughs> um. we didn't um. even talk about Beno. I know, right?
1: Okay, we we'll talk about Beno. Hey, Christian, <laughs> you say your goodbye, and then we'll talk about Beno because I know you gotta go.
2: Okay, all right. So I know it was really depressing, you know, losing to the Raptors in Game 7, but it's really great timing because if you guys haven't listened to it, go check out the Chance the Rapper album, Coloring Book. It's really good, and it'll make you happier. Are you promoting somebody else's stuff? Because it makes you feel good, and I think that's important for how crappy we all feel right now. Anyway, (laughs) I'll see you guys later. I second
4: that endorsement. It's a great album. Best album of the year. Coloring Book? Yeah, it's fantastic. Chris about it. He did. He just wrote coloring books. It was really weird.
3: Yeah.
1: No. Alf, if you wanted to talk That's about Beno.
3: No. Um, no, that was it. I just really wanted what to. What the f***,
1: dude? I thought we were going to have a... I... No, mother... Yeah, you got to be... No, be entertaining and talk about him.
3: Entertaining about Benno? Yeah.
1: Is it um, Beno or Beno? How could you not be? I, I, I call him Bano and it's Beno. Bano.
3: I, th- I really think Bano should be back next year. Bano, Beno, Bino. They're gonna have I wanted up. his name to be Bino because I was going to tweet out a picture of Bino, like the gas medicine, every time he did something good, but that didn't work out. So that's all I got on Bino. Yeah,
1: that's he, what
3: should, he should come back. Okay. Well,
1: thank you he for your you. contribution,
3: Al. You want me to talk about Boom Beach again?
1: Yes, please. Okay. Take us out
3: on Boom Beach Talk.
1: Is. Leif, do you know what Boom Beach is? Nah. Alf, explain. They
4: have commercials on television. Nobody knows, dude. Who, dude. On,
1: wait a second. Hold on. I'm going to stop you. Who watches actual television outside of basketball?
4: Wait, I know what Boom Beach is. I've seen commercials.
3: Everyone yeah. knows what Boom never Beach is. I've seen
8: this. I haven't seen it. Sorry, thank you. yeah, but um, I don't watch TV except for basketball. That's so.
3: what I'm saying. Neither do it's I. It's a young listen. It's the y- only young people thing that I do. Like you guys are talking about Chance the Rapper. I have no idea what you're talking about. Listen to it. Like if did it you, wasn't me, kids
1: put you onto this.
3: Yes, I, it's it's something I sh- I share with my children. You bond. Yes.
1: And,
3: thank you. Try thank you about
2: it. He's a little soft side.
3: Oh, yeah. He's really mean.
1: <laughs> I'm not mean. And you yell at people and you just you're not throw
8: your kids down the stairs, Alf. Uh right. no. yeah.
3: My kids love Dwayne Wade in the Miami Heat. They don't get thrown down the stairs. No. <laughs> do you, no. Even,
8: do you,
1: you
3: even they, have stairs? No. Listen, we we can get creative with it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Haitian. Listen, we know how to hand out ass We don't need stairs. <laughs> That must be some white people stuff. Throwing kids downstairs.
1: <laughs> Don't talk shit about spoon, yo. Yeah.
3: You heard about you heard me, Jack. Jack tried to look away. Because I said white people stuff.
1: White? I, I uh, got hit with a chancleta. I, I got the sandal,
3: dude. Um, spanning houses? Yeah. Alex and I. Chancleta and the belt.
1: Oh, but I didn't get a lot of belt. I got chanc- I guess what's got a chancleta thrown at me because I tried to run away. So what
5: else?
1: Brian, did did you get the chancleta? No, but I got the belt. Your mom's such a sweet lady, though. Yeah, because Brian's exactly. dad is really white, and Brian's mom is really Hispanic. So it's like you have stark contrast.
3: In Jack, what's the longest timeout you've been on?
4: <laughs> I got the belt, man. My dad's Cuban. My half my family's Cuban. I don't believe. I'm you know looking what?
3: at you. On, I'm looking at you on Skype. Yeah, you've, you've been on a 15 minute timeout, and that was the worst you ever got. W- weren't
1: you dating an Allison? Like everything about you is white.
3: Yeah, you dated in an alley. Like, oh. All white guys have dated a girl named Allie. <laughs> <laughs> These are just facts, man. So, don't be ashamed by your heritage, bro. It's
1: who you are, man. Embrace.
3: embrace it's your culture. It's what makes you, man.
1: You go to school in Indiana, I mean.
3: Spend time in Texas. Black people don't do that. I am the least white right person in Indiana. <laughs> only time no, I but I manage it. You're, wait, you're a Cuban in Indiana? That doesn't make any sense. No, you're not. The
1: only one. You're
3: lying. do no, you even not. speak Spanish. What?
1: No. Then you're not Cuban. You're lying. Okay. I can say I'm Asian. Can you? I probably speak more Japanese than you speak
3: Spanish.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's because you watch a lot of that. That's because
3: you watch that Japanese porn. and I don't watch Japanese crap.
8: porn. Now, people are going to yes, think I, I actually
3: watch yes. Japanese porn now. Leif, does he watch Japanese cartoon porn?
8: No. Absolutely. He He messages it to us all the time. <laughs>
3: Jack, does Johnny watch Japanese <laughs> yeah, exactly. cartoon porn? Yeah, it's weird. Alex,
8: <laughs> <laughs> you Alex,
3: <laughs> Nakias, I need your input on this. Man, I don't want to man like that.
1: What the hell, man? I thought you were the nice
3: one. Listen, your no comment is the. Is, that speaks, it, volume. it speaks volumes about.
1: That speaks volume.
3: The weird octopus penis stuff that um Johnny's into.
6: This
1: cluster leap was so much more tame than the other ones. We just let each other talk. Like, it was kind of weird.
3: No, because Harrison talked the whole time. Harrison,
1: Harrison, <laughs> Harrison. The, the time. He was too
3: busy telling us how right he was about everything. Dude, he pulled an Ethan because Ethan does that a lot. Dude, <laughs> I said, <laughs> and, and I said this, and I said this earlier <laughs> in the season,
4: and I said this, and hey, I recorded I like this Ethan impression. I've you heard just for the whole show.
1: I've heard they know us in like seven ninety. Like I have a friend that works promotions. And he's like, "Oh, I'm boys with some of the heapy people," and they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah," like, "Oh, we, yeah, we like them."
4: Oh, I don't think that happens. That's surprising.
3: It's just Cochran and Woody. That's
4: it. Yeah,
1: I think Ethan says so too. Ethan knew who we were.
4: Yeah, he yeah. knows who we are, just like. He he who know. we are. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> he needs to come on a podcast. A big I mean, I... O, we need to move into five sixty.
1: Oh God, uh, uh, a big O. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now <laughs> you. We have had like days where like the group chat just complains about Big O. I can get Alex
3: Dono.
6: I want Barry Jackson on. I, I want I to rant about um, Albert. I still. Albert I'm Randall. waiting on
1: Dorsberg's email, Al. Oh, wasn't I supposed <laughs> to get that for you? Yeah, you were. <laughs>
3: Dude, can we get Albert Random on? Because I Dude, just Dude, wanna... no, hold on,
1: wait a second. Brian, tell him about you trying to get Albert Random to write for us before Albert Random had over two hundred followers. Yeah, he
6: had like one hundred followers at the time. I just like started mentioning him and like I started like complimenting his work. I was like, hey, it'd be cool if like we could just get you on the podcast. Because at the time we weren't writing stories, I don't think. But I wanted him. I wanted to, to like parlay him on the podcast into writing stories for us and dumping that trash website he has because it looks like crap.
3: Oh my God. Savage. I've
6: Look at you us well, now, Brian.
8: Albert.
3: I've taught you well, Brian.
8: Look at us now.
1: But like, uh, Albert, I don't think he's ever going to talk do to that me. without money. Brian, your contribution was so good, and it was like you've done two contributions. You put the X Files music, and you said that. And that's.
3: I think I have a theory. I think Al- Albert uh, Twitter searches the words cap hold, and if you tweet about it, he's, he accuses you of stealing his stuff.
1: Dude, Barry Jackson oh. was so mad at him. That'd I don't. Do think you, you should be not, not mad at Al- not mad at Albert, but mad at um Pablo, for accusing him of, well,
4: Pablo was accusing him of stealing. stuff that like he kind of had easy access to. Like I would have access to most of that stuff, right? Yeah,
3: like that's my whole thing. Like don't, what Albert's information is public information that he has a time to read. Like
4: yeah,
3: no, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, right. like, but don't say it's stealing. Be, like, dude, you just took it out of the whatever, the rule book. Like, we all we all have access to it. Like, you just have the time to read it. I don't know what you're not doing while you're reading all the rules of the salary cap. The rest of us are That's doing smart, things man. like going on dates and having lives. So you guys are way too hard on Albert
1: Ryan. No, no, wait.
8: <laughs> this is not I the agree. first
1: time. Alpha <laughs> Savage Albert. Like, this is like the third
8: time. He's We're
5: really making- good.
8: The basis for Albert's information is all published and available for anyone. But like what he wrote today about how we could uh, la- layer in performance-based incentives on Hassan's contract to lower his cap number—that's creative stuff. That you that if yeah. now you go and write an article about that, I believe that that's you know not cool. But you know the basic stuff about the cap, I think he can be a little bit huddling um, toward that information. Yeah, I could have figured go. that out.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's available to the public, but how much of us are really reading that? That's how yeah, we, we have know. things to do, man. Like I got a job, bro. I don't have I don't to read. do. I just
1: Le- LeBron is as big as Bismack Biyombo. What? Watching, like LeBron is like Biyombo's size, dude.
4: Biyombo's pretty short. Can we call out like five more Twitter people just to get people angry? Yeah, oh, right? I'm all I'm all for this. All right, who are we gonna call out? I don't know. We've called out Dutch Beak. We've called out random.
1: Oh, the real Marlins fan. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah.
3: Yeah. That guy, dude. That he's not bad. Shit. He just tweets out some really
4: disgusting. Yeah, he tweets me.
1: out a bunch of disgusting, shit and he's I, kind of I don't know, dude. He, he says some some questionable. Shit.
4: I want to call out IDB Isaac. Screw that guy. That's my boy, yo. <laughs> For in particular. Just Why screw is, well,
1: Harrison's tweeting out nice things, and I don't like this. I talked to you about
3: Sucks. Okay. Yeah, sucks, sucks. Wait, I like IDB. He's the one who has a Dragon Ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IDB. I had to look it up
4: because I don't remember any of you people. He likes James. <laughs> that's creepy. Man. IDB is cool. And Sucks is cool. I like Sucks. No, sucks, sucks sucks too. Trilly sucks. Um, no,
1: I like him, no. Alf sucks. He's nice to me. I yeah, that's true. I if anybody
4: follows me or who I follow, we need to make enemies.
6: I know what hoop it Sucks. I've mean, Who? Haha, ha, hoops. Let's go to
1: war with them. Let's go to war with them. Hot hot hoops. Let's do this. I wrote for them for like
6: one week too. I actually, you like wrote. I think I wrote a bio. I turned in a story. They never published it.
1: Hot hoops. You suck. We're better than you. This this is war. What what is the name?
8: What do they call hot hot hoops?
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. their website looks nicer than ours.
8: No hot hot hoops as an as an establishment a record company. There you go. And a (laughs) motherfucking label. <laughs> who writes, writes for them, you know,
4: tell, you too. <laughs> wait,
3: Koji writes for them? Yes. Yeah, yeah. right?
5: Yeah,
4: he
1: does.
3: Their podcast
1: yeah. logo is not as cool, and that Biggie reference
4: was excellent. We have beef with them. checks. <laughs> podcast is good. I don't want to start beef with them. I they're love Wes. Cool. Wes no, no, is
6: out. awesome. Like all, all,
1: all, all, all You yeah,
4: Can this. Heat? No, wait. Ah, yeah, cold. it is All they, You Can they, Heat.
6: Well, no, it's on hardwood. Well, I pronounce that yeah, it's name. on hardwood
4: Parox-
6: That's a bad they- name to use if you can't pronounce hey, it.
3: They're nice to us. I just call them HP. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, he's cool. That guy HP basketball blocked me like three years ago.
8: <laughs> what did you do?
3: I don't know. Do you know like, I can't every, remember.
8: It has like four Twitter
3: accounts though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like Matt Moore Isn't that Matt Moore? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. CBS or whatever.
1: Why do the Raptors suddenly look good again?
4: Oh, because they're not playing the great defense that is Miami Heat. Justice Winslow. Here's the thing. We would have looked way better against the Cavs, too, because they don't play defense as well as the Raptors. Like, they would have killed was- us on the other end. But, like, at least our offense would have looked prettier.
3: Raptors are have a better I – th- I think the Raptors play better defense than the Cavs. The Cavs even improved oh, this year. They're not
1: DeMar- great. DeMar DeRozan's but- fixed?
3: Yeah, for real. Dude,
1: I think he was exaggerating that
3: thumb injury, man.
4: He's going to get so much money in the offseason, and I'm going to laugh.
3: He's Am not, I it's... the only one that doesn't give a crap about the rest of the, play, the playoffs? Like, no, I'm not no, watching. Not that, that
8: game last night was awesome. Yes, oh, last crazy. night was awesome. and I'm, I'll be glued on to that series as long, long as it
3: goes. I was asleep at 945 last night. God, you're so old. Don't you do what? guy Twitter. Watch yeah. Big Bang
1: <laughs> Theory, then go to sleep.
3: Oh.
8: Yeah, we're the same age, man. Come on, dog. Watch Big Bang Big, Theory slander people. Of Big
3: Bang Theory give me life.
8: Wait, you're
4: calling me white, but you that watch terrible, of the Big Dude. Bang Theory?
3: I, I don't know how I, Alf watches that. I watch it smoking a blunt with a gun in my lap, so. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I hear Nakaias giggling. Oh,
1: Nakaias hey, is such a nice man. <laughs> like, we're, we're so
3: and
6: awful. We need to work again get laptop so he can talk a little louder. A laptop yeah. with a mic.
3: No, dude, what I was watching last night was Fear the Walking Dead. Does anybody watch that? No, you don't. it. No. dude. These are the most unlikable people I've ever, an, an unlikable cast I've ever seen. I want them all to die and get eaten by zombies. So that's the only reason I'm still watching that show. I feel about Heat Twitter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we end the show on that? I would love to end it there. That I want everyone to die and get eaten by zombies.
1: And no, Alex, that's kind of like how I feel about Heat Twitter. Can you say it again? Because it was kind of low.
3: That's how I feel about heat Twitter.